Welcome to the Hollywood Heroine Podcast. All things pop culture, gossip, Kardashians, Real Housewives, reality TV. It's an addiction and we want to talk about it all. New episodes every Wednesday and follow us on our Instagram account at the Hollywood Heroine with an E at the end. I want to hear what you guys have to say about the crazy pop culture world we are obsessed with. What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Hollywood Heroine Podcast. It's been a minute since we've done one of these. I want to get into the new season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It is probably one of my, if not my favorite Housewives franchise. So we're definitely going to do a podcast on the episodes and recap the new season. This episode is just going to be moi. And next week we will have a special guest joining us to discuss everything. But I wanted to start this off and just recap this first episode because a lot does happen, mainly everything with Dorit. And then at the end, I also do want to quickly recap for you guys the promo for the rest of the season so what we can expect to see upcoming because it looks absolutely crazy if you don't already know like something crazy big happens with Kathy Hilton and Lisa Renna and probably inevitably Kyle Richards so stick around for that we're gonna we're gonna quickly recap that as well as they normally do with these I feel like dramatic entrances like to a season or a season finale it starts off with like the robbery with Dorit's robbery and it kind of like gives you like a clip like a clip of that and then it cuts away and then we kind of start the episode recapping like what all the ladies have been up to so obviously like they want to tease you you want to stick around for the ending to find out what happens with that entire robbery situation and yeah so we get a glimpse of like what all the ladies have been up to what they've been doing over the last few months we find out a couple of new things um, during this sequence baby portia is not a baby anymore garcelle and sutton i feel like they are going to be my new breakout fun friendship because these two just seem like they're on the same wavelength and they have so much in common I feel like they both have money to blow and, you know, maybe blow in other things. But they're just so fun on camera together and it was just so much fun to see them in Miami. I can't wait to see what else happens between the two of them. Having said that, I feel like Sutton is on a whole nother vibe this season and she is down to like F shit up. Like she is not wasting any time with anything. She's getting straight to the point and she's creating the drama. Also, Erica Jane and Lisa Renna have tea together and Erica talks about having sex and she's receiving flowers from someone. So like that's always good to hear. And Lisa Renna's like so excited for her. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, you're getting it in. Good for you. Um, and then of course, Lisa Renna has to bring up her drama probably for the whole freaking season, which is it's going to center around what Sutton said on Watch What Happens Live. She brings up Watch What Happens Live. And basically when Sutton was saying that she invited Harry and Lisa to a fundraiser, um, like I guess it was a super like, exclusive fundraiser that you couldn't get tickets to and she brought them as her guests and i think paid for their tickets so she brings them as her guests and like she never got a thank you for them so she was all like like cheesed on like watch what happens live and lisa reno was watching it and she's like mouth drop you know that shock face that lisa reno always makes and she was upset because she's like why wouldn't she just tell me like in person like why is she going on like national television and like exposing us and for me this was the first moment where i'm like okay sutton's here to like f shit up because she's i feel like she's just gonna take shots at everyone this season and she's coming from like any angle she can to like stir some drama which is fine this is what sutton's second season so i feel like she's trying to keep like the fire going with her character or her persona whatever you want to call it something interesting that happens during this scene with erica jane and rena erica jane brings up the fact that she's not divorced to tom girardi as of yet and it doesn't seem like she plans to because the way she wraps it up is like 
I have so many other legal issues and like legal drama that like there's just no point in me like even filing for divorce and like dealing with that paperwork. And also the fact that like Tom Girardi's in a mental health facility. So like he's not, he's technically like not even able to make his own legal decisions. And it's interesting, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know for any of you guys, like if you're listening, I don't know what side of Erica Jane you're on. I don't know if there is going to be a side. I flip flop back and forth with her and like what, what part she had in all of this. If she even had a part, like I really, in my heart of hearts, I feel like she didn't know the extent of what was happening, but I do feel like she must have known something right like she must have known like something was off and i really want to ask uh, our guest that's going to be on next week what she thinks about this because like we've had like so many discussions about erica jane and like you know we flip-flop back and forth right like sometimes like i do wonder like what were you doing with all that money like were you not questioning it like it's a little weird but i do feel like she probably was left out of the dark for most of it so that's my tea on erica jane again like and i do feel like over the years like she knows how to maneuver a conversation and she knows how to avoid questions and she does this really well a couple of times in this episode you know obviously last season she did that a lot she just knows how to answer a question or like not answer a question and to me like she's very calculated and I don't want to say that's a sign of guilt, but then what are you hiding? Like, are you protecting yourself? Like, you know, and she does go on to say that like she reminds, I think, Garcelle later on and like even the audience. She's like, I don't have a criminal case against me. And it was like a moment where I was like, okay, like no one's like, no one's saying you were going to have a criminal case against you, but you have a case against you. Like there are still things like being said. And like, there is like a lot of like weird, like coincidences and documents and shit like that, that like your name is on. And like a money, a lot of money was attached to that. So like, how are you explaining all of these other things? Even if there's no criminal case, like, so again, like she kind of like tries to like divert your attention. And you're like, oh yeah, there is no criminal case. Like, that's totally normal. That's fine. She's probably innocent. Of course, there's so much more to the story. But yeah, mostly like what we get from that scene is like just Rina popping off on Sutton and like how she's pissed that Sutton would even say that, which was very ironic. And like they do cut to this later when Garcelle took Harry's tomato sauce last season and like apparently didn't like send like a third text message to lisa renna to be like thank you so much for your freaking sauce and it's just funny how like lisa was sitting there like expecting a thank you and this time around i guess according to Sutton, like she didn't give a thank you to Sutton. so i don't know if you ask me this is like a waste ass storyline um they're just i feel like at the start of the season it's like they're trying to like create like plot points and maybe along as the season goes other things happen and then like the storyline shifts and like it kind of like falls into place but this to me just felt like a very insignificant like weird storyline to even like bring up for for lisa renna anyways switching over to erica and then garcelle is back in town so she goes to work out with erica and lululemon basically and Erica talks about basically not remembering that she even had Taco Bell until she like wakes up in the morning and there's like wrappers everywhere. And I'm just like, damn, like Taco Bell never lets me forget that I actually ever had Taco Bell. So good on you, Erica Jane, but also good on you that you're changing your habits. And uh, she's recognized. She's like, I obviously haven't been drinking way too much and eating too much Taco Bell. So she is switching it up. Her and Garcelle are working out. Um, And just like, I feel like overall Garcelle, wins me this episode because i do feel like she's so easygoing with 
pretty much all the ladies and she has such a good rapport with everyone and she's just fun to watch like she's so much fun to watch in these moments um and she's so entertaining so i do love garcelle i love that like they did like bring her on I think it was last season or the one before, but she's been a great addition to the Beverly Hills franchise. And basically what Garcelle talks about in this moment, working out with Erica, she's like, look girl, like you need to apologize to Sutton. And Erica's like, nah, bitch. Like I didn't do anything. I'm not apologizing. I, she basically said, she's like, I'm not apologizing for how I acted in a moment where I was, you know, pinned in the corner. And ultimately like Erica feels like she had no choice other than to blow up at Sutton. If you remember last season, they were at Kathy's for dinner. Yeah, it was the moment where like Erica just basically gets very aggressive with Sutton. And up until that point, if you guys remember, like at Kathy's, up until that point, her, like Erica and Sutton were like pretty close. Like they were, they had a good relationship. So like after that dinner, everything changed. Sutton apparently hired security for a week because she was like terrified for her life. Look, at the end of the day, I think Erica had one of the her worst season last year she clearly was having too much taco bell and like drinking too much you know when someone is backed up into a corner like yeah they, they're gonna try to bite back they're gonna try to fight so i understand like i i get why sh she did what she did D can she say sorry now yeah like you were in a bad mood like you were in a bad not even a mood like bad year basically if she just went up to Sutton now and said look i'm really sorry i shouldn't have yelled at you like that it was just i you know the stress i'm under all this shit i'm sure Sutton would understand and be like don't worry about it like let's just move on let's not make it a huge thing anymore like let's move on with our lives having said that like erica just she doesn't want to apologize and i find this funny because you can also see this in who she is which i look at the end of the day like if you're not an apologetic person that's okay like own up to what you do and that's it some people are like that like good for you but like even when she talks about the the trials right and the lawsuits and like the victims like she never says it she doesn't even sound like apologetic she never she she's never like oh my god i really hope that's not the case like i'm really really praying that the truth like anything you know she's she's never like that she's like yep yep all right well the truth's gonna come out yeah and then they'll find out what actually happened what what happened do you know what happened because you sound really freaking confident that like you you have no no play no part in it so I hope that Erica can like grow a little bit and just say, you know what, let me just say sorry to her. I clearly like, you know, I bit back too hard. Let's move on. Yeah, I really want to know what you guys think about Erica. I do. I love her character. I am happy she's on the show. I think she changed Beverly Hills. I think she was a great addition to Beverly Hills. You know, when she came, if you guys remember, like she came because of freaking Yolanda Foster slash Hadid now. That's way back. Like she, you know, she's been a part of this franchise for a long time and she brought a new energy to it. Having said that, like I am rooting for her, but I also I'm wary of her language and how she curates herself in front of the camera. As much as you can't trust a lawyer, you also can't trust like a lawyer's wife. So I do feel like there's more that, that we don't know about. Anyways, the point is, you know, Garcelle wants to her to apologize to Sutton. It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. So while Garcelle and Erica Jean are exercising, they like finish whatever, Lululemon, like she leaves and Garcelle and Erica Jean start chatting. You know, they do talk about the Sutton thing. Erica's like, no, I'm not going to apologize to her. Like whatever. She's like, she keeps talking about the $21 million thing, the LLC, this, that, whatever. And Garcelle's like, okay. And then Erica Jean's like, which by the way, I never had that money. It was never in my name. She needs to stop saying that. She's like, I never had it. And then it kind of like cuts back to like Garcelle and she's like, 
what do you mean like you never had it like when was that proven and then i even think like garcelle has like a confession moment and she's like when like when was that proven though like i've never heard anything like that in the paper it's that that 21 million dollars was not a part of erica's llc which i think i think overall i think that was one of the biggest issues people had against ej like why is all that money in your name and i just find it weird that now she's coming out and denying it why weren't you denying it before five months ago that oh that's not my money i feel like she wasn't really talking about it and like now that she's claiming that there's news reports saying that like it's been cleared anyways i'm getting off track so basically what happens is like garcelle's like like questioning it she's like i've never i haven't heard anything in the media that like has said that she got like basically acquitted of like that 21 million dollars and then it gets even weirder because like the cameras the producers off camera ask ej and they're like what happened to that 21 million dollars like when did it get cleared and she's like i don't know she's like so much shit happens she's like go look back on like the tapes or like go look back in the documents and they're like but when did the, when was that said and she's like i don't know see this is what i mean like she's just so she avoids questions she, she's smart obviously like like she's very smart and like i get it like a part of her has to be like that because like she is trying to protect herself and you know she's trying to make sure she doesn't say anything on camera that could be incriminating and used against her later it just seems i don't know there's like something weird about all of this like i have a feeling and like just something is just off about all of this so i want you guys let me know in the comments let me know on my instagram like if you guys feel the same way or i don't know like is it cleared is that 21 million dollars like cleared from ej's llc I don't know. Anyways, again, like the idea of like her divorcing Tom, like she's like, what's the point? Like I'll get divorced when I can. Like I have too many other things to like worry about right now, which again, like makes me think because you know, you can't like testify against your husband in court if like you're married. So I'm like, is there is there like a motive with that too? There's just like so many things that you can actually like look at. And when you start to like see the bigger picture, you're like questioning all the little things. And she's just passing it off as like, ha ha ha, like I have too many other things to do other than get divorced. But there could be another motive underneath all of this, right? So after that scene with Garcelle and Erica Jane working out, it cuts to Garcelle calling Dorit. And Dorit's like in her backyard. I guess she just got back from like England but PK's still there. So the kids are there. The kids are like literally doing martial arts. Like the irony of this entire sequence was not lost on me. It was really freaking freaky. And whatever, the Garcelle's just like checking in on her, you know, and, and Dorit's like, oh, my kids are mar doing martial arts and like they love it. Literally, like the teacher's like, protect yourself. Like when the bad guy comes, like what happens? I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, this is so messed up. Like this is crazy. So that scene ends and it literally says like later that night. And uh, we obviously get to see the sequence of events and what actually happened. So there are security cameras around like Dorit's house. So we get to see some of the footage with the guys literally just like climbing, hopping the fence. And they got to come up to the one of the windows and they break the window. And then like she starts to like tell the story like to the cameras. And she's basically like they broke into her bedroom. Um, They told her to like get the F down. They put a gun to her head. She's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to die. It was really messed up. Like it was really, it was really scary. And I do want to mention here and I want to be honest with you guys. Like I, in the beginning, when I first heard about the story, when they first leaked it and they're like, it just started, the new season started filming and like Dory got robbed. And I'm like, really though? Like, is this is this for real? Like, I honestly, guys, I did question it. Like, I'm like, because I feel like Dorit's ever been one of my favorite characters. I don't know. I just wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put something like this past Dorit and PK. Now, having said that, after I saw all of this, 
there's no way like there is no way this was fake or this was like an insurance scam or like anything like when you see her face and her eyes and like her like everything when you see pk later on like there's no way this shit was made up like it was real and i feel so shitty for ever thinking that this could have been something that was sort of orchestrated as like an insurance scam it was clear that the guys probably thought that the house was empty i don't think they were ever going to kill anyone i think they literally thought the house was empty they probably saw them post on social media and like pk was still in england maybe they thought they were all together still like i really truly think they were as shocked as dorit and they were like oh shit like people are in this house because they clearly just came for the money like they they knew that there was like purses and bags and money and whatever that happens that night and then the morning of is when we saw all those press photos like of the girl of the ladies like lisa and like kyle's like in her like halloween freaking michael myers like outfit erica jane is like really like really unflattering photos and it's funny that they said that later on because erica's like bruh like we all had double chins in those photos what the f so they go over to dorit and they're just like like talking to her which i don't think we saw we don't get to see what happens like that morning we we just see them like going to her house we switch over to sutton and kyle and this is another moment where i'm like sutton is earning her stripes like she is out here you know trying to stay on this show forever so we cut to kyle's og house which is like one of my favorite houses that kyle's ever owned like i will just say here i don't know what it is about kyle she just like reminds me of my mom she just reminds me of like someone i've known forever there's just something about her when i see her cry like i'm out like i'm gone like i start bawling and it's like i feel like i'm watching my mom cry like i don't know what it is it's just it gets me every time and like the scene starts and like she's already crying like she uh, like she's looking at the window and like she's waiting for Sutton and I'm like did something happen with Sutton that she's crying about like but obviously it was the things that happened in the morning with Dorit Kyle's just like shaken up so she's like already crying on the couch Sutton comes over and like Kyle starts like bawling at the door you know um and now nah, I'm crying and Sutton's like doesn't know how to like react to like her just bawling she's like i have a cookie in my car if you want it and kyle's like okay whatever and then whatever she doesn't really like hug her or anything like i kind of expected a bit more from sun and like right off the start like sun is like acting effing weird she's like oh the paint looks good like cool kyle's basically trying to hold back like tears about this whole like dory situation sun's like yeah like i had a really bad day too and it's like crickets and kyle's like what and she's like this is like yeah like she's like i'm just like so overwhelmed and she's like i can't deal with anything either and kyle's like okay but like how was your day like so bad and she's like my interior designer can't get their visa and like i can't they can't come here and like i'm just dealing with a lot of shit and kyle's like okay but like i'm sure it's not as bad as like and then sutton's like yeah i'm sorry i didn't get a gun po- pointed to my head but like i'm still stressed and i was like oh my god like kyle was absolutely shook She's like, I don't even know who this effing person is and why I rented my house to her for like a year. And honestly, more like honestly in my heart, like I'm like, there's no way Sutton actually meant it like this. There's no way she can be so ignorant. But again, like I do feel like Sutton is poking the bear and she wants to create storylines for herself. And I do feel like this was one of those moments where like if she said something as crazy as this, it's gonna get clipped, it's gonna get replayed, it's gonna be like, you know, a video loop on Instagram or whatever. And like she's gonna get like airtime so i do feel like she exaggerated a little bit and maybe she played off that scene in that way because i can't see her being that ignorant like that was just ridiculous it was almost like comical like someone just almost died could have died and like you're talking about like your interior decorator like not getting their visa like it's just if that honestly if that was her true self true true self genuine self i can't see 
my girl kyle being friends with her like that's just messed up anyway so that happens at kyle's house i still don't know why they met at kyle's old house i guess because like sutton doesn't live there anymore so i was like i don't get why they're back here but i love that house so like any chance we get to see it it's a good time and then we cut to the final sequence of the episode which is like a, a quiet chill dinner at kyle's house and basically like dorit's gonna come over and like the girls are gonna come over and they're just gonna like you know sit with her so so i guess like i wonder if on like that morning they filmed but then they just didn't show the clips or they just didn't film because maybe dorit was like way too effed up and like she just couldn't film they do film in the evening at kyle's house erica jane like comes over they all come over like solely and then like dorit comes over um and like she's just like no makeup like hairs like whatever nothing like very stripped down she's like my husband's security is with my children i had to get out of the house i guess at this time pk is still like on the way home like he's like flying back morris he was there he's like making drinks for the ladies you know i don't want to i don't want this to be the reason why the the women band together and come together but it is nice to see the women band together and come together like they're all there supporting zorid and like holding her and like hugging her and like erica jane is being so warm and like loving and like supportive and like it is nice to see erica especially like in that being that type of person because we don't always get to see like the warm erica so that was really sweet but yeah basically marissa was like i don't know what happened like can you please tell me so then dorit like basically like scene by scene like relives her entire her entire night and basically yeah she's like they came she's like i usually her daughter she's like phoenix she's like she usually sleeps with me especially like if you know pk is not home but for whatever reason she's like i was so tired i was so jet lagged she's like i took her back to her bedroom and like i put her in her own bed she fell asleep i came back to my room i like whatever got ready i went back like i got in my bed and she's like i hear the door opening and she's like i'm thinking it's like one of the kids and she's like oh crap meanwhile she's like they're not coming like i don't hear my kids and like that idea is so fucking terrifying like you're thinking it's your kids gonna run into bed with you and like meanwhile it's like fucking strangers in your bedroom like holding a gun to your head it's just i don't know it's terrifying and i I don't know how you i think even kyle says it like at one point she's like i don't know how you can how you ever come back from this like you can of course come back from it but she's like it's hard to come back from something like this in the sense of like that feeling of trust and safety especially in the dark especially in a house alone like it's hard to to get that back you know just hearing even kim kardashian's story about like the paris robberies you know it took her a long time to like even be able to like stay in your in your own house with like armed guards outside she was still terrified so truly felt so sorry for dorit in this moment like as she's telling the story she's like shaking and she's crying and basically they were like give us all your money um they stole like they took everything she's like just take it please don't kill me like my babies need their mom and then like kyle starts crying again and i'm crying again like watching kyle and it's just a moment that I can't believe. I honestly, I can't believe I thought maybe it could have been something orchestrated. But once you see and hear her and you see her and yeah, there's no way that anyone would like do this shit on purpose. But yeah, so as she's telling the story, uh, PK is like, okay, I'm going to come over like after the airport. So then PK comes and then Dorit's like, and that's, this is the first time that we're seeing PK. Like this is the first time PK seeing Dorit like since this whole incident. And then like, she's trying to, she's hugging him and kissing him and he's hugging her and he's trying not to cry at first. And then he obviously starts losing it. It's a very emotional episode like truly like to see you know you don't usually see men fall apart like that and like i'm sure he was worse after when he got home but like for him to agree to be on camera like to me it felt a little it felt very intrusive like honestly like it felt very intrusive like watching that scene seeing that moment between the two of them because i'm like they haven't seen this is a raw real moment like they haven't seen each other and he's like crying like 
I felt so bad that I was watching this moment, this such a personal moment between the two of them. It was weird to me that they agreed to film it a little bit. Like I was like, damn, like big ups to her for being being down for that, like cool. But I'm like, damn, like even for PK, like the fact that he didn't just go straight home and said to her like, meet me there. Like I can't do this right now. I was actually, I was very shocked at that, but it is what it is. They see each other and they hug each other. And even like Erica was like watching them like, oh my God, like I can't believe I'm seeing this right now. And then they leave um, Dorit. Like it ends with the episode, like Dorit's like crying outside and like, she's telling herself that she's fine and yeah definitely you have never seen dorit like that i've never seen dorit like that definitely a different dorit and you know for someone who you know we always make fun of dorit right like she's like the one that's like always in glam and like she's getting ready for like 18 hours and like all these things and like to hear her say like i don't give a shit about the money i don't give a shit about the clothes like i don't care about any of that like i just want my kids and my life and like i want to be safe and it does put things into perspective you never want to say you know this person deserved it or whatever but it does put things into perspective like you have to be real about that when kim kardashian to me there was a before the robbery and after the robbery for kim honestly her voice her everything before the robbery was a different kim after the robbery she was a different person like even the tone of her voice changed after that robbery the way she dressed was different the like everything was different and she even says it like she's like all that shit doesn't matter when you're faced with something that dramatic it's life-changing right so yeah it's going to be interesting to see what else happens and how dorit like deals with this throughout the season and then we cut to you know what we can expect on the rest of the season and this is the part that kind of got me because i was like it literally cuts to like a birkin bag party with garcelle and Dorit and Dorit's like talking about like how like much money like she's gonna spend and like this and I'm like damn like was it were the editors like trying to like throw shade or like was it just like a poorly you know inserted clip because like we're going from one moment where she's like falling apart and like talking about like money doesn't matter and then all of a sudden she's like boasting and like trying to like buy all this new shit i mean go for it go for it like i guess she's got to replace all that shit that she lost but i thought it was just like a funny like segue and and and, uh, a cut too yeah and then what else we can expect from this season something really big happens with kathy something really big happens with kathy and lisa renna um i don't i don't know exactly what it is it seems like erica wants kathy to apologize for something you know and then kyle tries to step in and Kathy's like Kyle Kyle and you know when she does that like fucking Kyle's like in shit like she's in trouble and like Kyle was on watch what happens live this past week and she did say that for a while her and Kathy were bad again like they weren't talking to each other so I think it was probably after Paris's maybe maybe right after Paris's wedding like up until like most recently maybe they just weren't talking but she she does say now that her and Kathy are back like they're back to being good and they've sort of like worked through whatever it was so I'm just curious to see what happens with that Kathy didn't sign up for this season. I don't know if it had anything to do with like what happens in that moment or the fact that like she was asking for a shit ton of money and Bravo was like, no, like we're not giving you that money. I don't know which one it was, but I'm super excited to see what happens with that storyline. And we get Lisa Rena's face at the end. That stupid look on her face that she's like, Mm-mm, I just created some freaking sister drama. Like that face, you know, like, oh my God, I want it to be the thumbnail of this podcast because it's just like when you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. That's what we can expect for next season. There also is a new housewife that we didn't get to see this in this episode. And her name is Diana Jenkins. And I had to look her up because I had no idea who the F she was. You guys don't know. Um, she's the new housewife for the season. From what it looks like, she is a, she was a CEO or she is a CEO 
CEO of like her own brand. Like she made like a lifestyle drink company. It says that the bulk of her money and like how she's so rich is because she married Roger Big Dog Jenkins. And that's her ex-husband. I believe they divorced in 2011. So she's no longer married. They say that's how she got. I think she's like super rich, like next level rich. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how she blends with the other ladies. I'm not too sure who she knew on the cast or if she even knew anyone that like kind of brought her in. She's kind of reminding me a little bit of like a Yolanda Foster. And I know she has two kids. From what it looks like, they are very attractive. Like she has a daughter and I think her daughter is like a jockey and her son is some, I don't know what he does, but he's pretty freaking good looking. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is like another Yolanda Foster situation where like maybe her goal is to like get exposure for her kids, for her two kids, right? Because like they're, I think they're like in their 20s maybe or she's just doing it for herself because she's wants something else for her lifestyle. I don't know, but I'm excited to see more of uh, Diana Jenkins. I'm assuming next episode we'll get to see her. And I think that is it for the real housewives of beverly hills season 12 episode one it was the premiere episode i want to hear what you guys have to say about it send me dms at the hollywood heroine on instagram i want to know what you guys have to say yeah i'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about the season what your thoughts were on the first episode this whole dory situation the whole erica jane situation and then what we can expect for the rest of the season what's the kathy hilton drama I don't know. Let me know. Send me a DM at the Hollywood heroine on Instagram. But for now, this is it. Ciao.